live across Australia on SEN Track. Welcome to Winners with Gareth Hall and Miles Fitzner. Text in any time, 0499 736 736. Yes, this is Winners on this Saturday, the 11th of March. Gareth Hall with you and we are live from the Gold Coast at the famous Magic Million Sales Complex for the 2023 Sunshine Stars Yearling Sale for the Nutrien Equine Standard Bread Organisation. It's the first time Nutrien Equine have sold Standard Breads up here on the Gold Coast. And walking the streets of the Gold Coast last night, it was great to see some of the biggest names in Australasian harness racing here to hopefully try and buy their next champion. Albion Park and Racing Queensland have done a terrific job in making sure that these sales go ahead. Some terrific prize money on offer in Queensland that's been announced in the next couple of years. And the sport has started to deliver for the participants in the Sunshine State. So really looking forward to seeing what these sales can produce. They start tomorrow, but there'll be a lot of inspections today and we'll be catching up with the major players as this morning unfolds. So looking forward to that. But of course... It's a wonderful day of racing across the three codes, but especially in the thoroughbreds today. At Flemington, the highlight there is the Newmarket Handicap. It's the 150th running of the Newmarket Handicap, and it's one of the very best. There's nothing better for mine anyway than a famous sprint race down that famous straight under handicap conditions. And there are so many different form lines and scenarios that you're trying to work out to see what will happen um, this afternoon in the new market handicap and Jules Valance will join me in just a moment to go through the markets at Flemington and also at Rose Hill because it's a group one meeting there at Rose Hill as the start of the Golden Slipper Carnival commences. The highlight there is the Coolmore Classic for the Mares and the Phillies. So there's plenty to look forward to, plenty to dissect and hopefully we can find you a few winners over the next three hours here on Winners and also Race Card just after... 11 o'clock Eastern time, but let's welcome in the man from Foxcatcher. And we've got a new little segment to kick off proceedings here on Winners These Days. It's called the Opening Bell as we dissect the markets to see what's happening on a Saturday morning ahead of a big day of racing. Jules Valance, hello to you, mate. Ding, 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 guys. How are you? Yes, I'm very well. I'm excited about today. Lee Jordan, of course, the racing manager for the VRC, sent me a text through last night and he said, the Racing Victoria Chief Handicapper says the new market handicap, since we've had the ratings back in 2004, is the strongest addition. Um, so looking forward to the race today because it's like there's so many, so many questions that need to be answered. And every time I look at the race, I nearly find a new winner there, Jules. I'll be fascinated to see what you think of this market and having a look at it now. Um, Private Eye, the best you can get it is around $8.50. Marzu's shopping, you can shop around and get around $14 for him. Now, I wish I win continues to drift at $5.50. Um, we've got Bella Nipatina, the best you can get there is at $16. The Astrologers, $81. Lofty Strike, $10 is the best on offer for him. Chain of Lightning, $26. Front Page, at $27. Star Patrol, $26. Swats that at 60 to 1. In Secret, she's the solid favourite. Um, the best that you can get with her is about 480 And then Butcher's Notches has had good support. The best that you can get for him is around $10. So it's going to be the filly at the moment that might start the favourite here, Jules. How do you analyse the market this morning? Fascinating, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I think 
Uh, in secret, little bit of work done, I think, especially on the exchange by maybe one of the big corps Thursday morning. They obviously want to not have in secret as a massive uh, liability. They obviously believe that she's going to be, be a big liability, so they probably did some work on the exchange, I think, Thursday to bring that price in from, say, $4 got into a, uh, $5 got into a shorter, say, $4, $4.20. And now we can see her sort of getting out to that four sixty range, as you mentioned, as favourite. Um, it's, it's a bit to play out because I don't know if they really want to show their hand yet. When I speak show their hand yet, the big punters, because usually this is race seven, the new market gas, and usually we will get a guide up the straight to where they want to be inside, outside, where the positive is. They're not going to get that guide this year. So there's only one other race up the straight and it's race two and there's only nine in it. So you'd think they'd probably come to the inside part of the track. So those horses drawn wide, you're just not going to know if gate 16 is going to be a major advantage, like sometimes it can be, um, compared to, say, gate two, where we always expect, oh, the inside's not that good. But we've spoken about this, that the rail goes out four metres, it really evens back up, and the inside barriers are not a disadvantage compared to when the rails and the true are out two metres. So there's plenty of to work out from that perspective that these bigger players have to try and get through. Um, and it's hard to decipher which one's going to start favourite. I mean, one of them will, either in secret or I wish I win, but I can't definitively tell you now, Gaz, which one that's going to be. But it, it's um, a really interesting market. There's been some good pushes for Buenos Noches this morning, sort of bet $12, $13 last night. Well, now $9 is available, and I don't even know if that $9 will last. Yeah. I think it's probably going to be the one that continues to push in. So how do you analyse... Like a- I find it a fascinating race, as it always is, the Newmarket Handicap. You've got a horse like Private Eye that has to carry 58 kilos. Only the champs carry that. Black Caviar carried 58. Haley's carried 58 and a half. Shaftesbury Avenue carried a top weight back in the 90s, the early 90s. And he's first up. Only one horse is one first up in 100 years in the Newmarket Handicap. And that was Red Kirk Warrior down the outside for Lindsay Park. Um and I know a few really good judges that are tipping him. So what do you think the market will do with him from a low gate? Yeah, I think they'll be pretty solid with him around that $8. I don't think you're going to get double figures. I think if you're thinking, um, I'm going to wait to get a better price private eye and end up getting $10, $11, I don't think that's going to happen. From what I can see and how I think this market's moving, I don't think you're going to get much bigger than sort of around that $8, $8.50 that you can probably get. And yes, you can say all those historical facts, but at the end of the day, this is a horse race and it's its own beast. Um, and it's now become a first up, very good horse. I mean, what it did in the Flemington uh, race when it was first up last spring was outstanding. Yeah. Uh, if it anywhere did anything like that number, then it's going to be mighty hard to beat. So they, the big guy's going to have that number in the back of their head, whether that's still good enough to beat a horse like In Secret on 51 and a half kilos or... I wish I win with 56 and a half kilos. They'll work that out. But he's not going to get spat out by the market private eye because history tells us that it's hard to win those races. The big so guys, the, they just don't yeah. factor it in. So you talk about the big guys. They're the heavy hitters that bet really late, um, say the last 10 to 15 minutes before they jump. When they spit their data out, are they analysing in secret from the spring or are they thinking maybe she hasn't come back as well as we thought she might in the autumn? No doubt they'd use the whole body of work of her. Yeah. Um, but they'll have that Coolmore number in their heads. That's the one that now she goes to the well again. And it's 
right place, right time again. 1,200 metres up the straight now. There's a couple other factors that are going to help her as well. She's got 51.5 kilos, which they would love, and they would love the fact that Jamie Carr's on, and they would love the horse that this horse is third up you would expect to be ready to peak. So they would probably put her back to that number that she did in the Coolmore. And yes, she's not done that first up and second up, but it still sits there like a beacon for these guys. And they're obviously too smart to just discount what she did, which is only, you know, a few months ago, really, in the spring. All right, then. So wrapping up the new market, who do you think will start favourite, Jules? Um, Who do you think will be the best back galloper? And will there be any horses that you would imagine that might just continue to drift in this year's new market handicap? Because we are getting some wonderful prices for proven Group 1 horses here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think in secret, probably from what I can see, probably starts favourite. I haven't marked her favourite, but I think from a market perspective, I think she probably does. I think Buenos Notches probably continues to tighten up. Um, I don't think you're going to get much bigger about Private Eye or Lofty Strike. I don't think they're going to get any bigger. I think a lot of people are tipping rock and horse at that price. I think if you're looking at 21, 23, you're going to get much bigger than that, I think, about rocking horse. Um, you know, horses like Chain of Lightning around that 21 probably starts 30 plus. Uh, same thing about front page. So all those horses that are around that, Bella Nipotina is an interesting one. She's been sort of supported into that 14, 15. I think you're going to get bigger than that. So that's just a little guide of where I think the market's going to go, Gaz. For the I new wish market. I it's win. a ripping race. I wish I, I win think, more price. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to... Look, he's sitting at that 5, 5.50 I saw you mention, but I don't think that... that that's, I think that's the ceiling for him. I don't think he gets any bigger than that. I think they'd be mad to let him go around at, at, at any bigger price than that sort of $6, $6.50. I'd be surprised from what I can see if he was to start that kind of price. What price do you think? We'll move on to the eight, the Shaftesbury Avenue. Scalopini's is bomb-proof. You can get around $5 still. Bet three six five. Um, the tab have him at $5. The favourite, Ayrton, at three sixty. Jeez, Jamie Carr's got some nice rides. The stable stable mate Visanari, you can get around seven dollars in that race, and Safana Cloud at eight dollars fifty. What do you think this race will do from a market point of view? And they yeah, backing doing, anything this morning? No, nah, yeah, they are. They're doing a little bit around the favourite Ayrton. So if you're ever looking at the markets and you go, well, is this favourite who's around that three forty, three thirty mark? Is he going to tighten up? You see what's happening with the middle pinners? These horses around the seven to sort of eleven dollar mark been really well supported so this is a horse that's first up you'd want to see a market push there's a good push for him so that's a positive if you're with Mizanari and Savannah Cloud who we've sort of seen has been up forever but it's on the minimum it's the fit horse compared to a few of these it has really tightened up so that sort of 850 I don't think last that's on right now I think that probably dissolves into around 758 dollars very shortly so you can see that there's gaps in the market that Ayrton now probably has to drift from sort of that 320 330 I think Scolopini is another one who sits at around, as you said, $5 best price. I think it probably is another hole in the market that I reckon the market will let get a little bit bigger unless something happens and they see, OK, you've got to be on speed and we know Scolopini is going to go forward. So unless something changes during the day, that's how the market's moving. But as I said, Ed's a really interesting one because he has a habit from a market perspective. They want to see this horse parade. So he goes from 3.30 out to, say, possibly four, touches $4. Then he has the ability that when they watch him parade and they say, yep, he's there, bang, 
he comes back into his short as, you know, two to one, three dollars. So he's a really interesting one to keep an eye on, Ayrton, because um, I think at some stage throughout the day he'll drift and people will say, oh, he's not there, he's gone. He's, and then wait for it, wait for it. If it's a death, he still drifts, then you can probably bet around him with confidence. But just wait at that death because I think the bigger guys want to see him parade. When they see him parade, they'll make the decision up yeah. on end. O four double nine seven three six seven three six to join our conversation here on the, this Saturday morning. You're listening to Jules Valance and Gareth Hall for winners as we go through the card and analyse the markets for the big races in uh, Melbourne and also at Rose Hill today. Now, let's have a look at this Australian Cup prelude. I'm excited about this race. Wetor, I know Peter Snowden was really keen on his chances when I had a chat to him during the week. Uh, you get about $15 for Wetor in the prelude of the Aussie Cup. You've got Val and Declare. The best you can get is around $9.50. Fascinating runner is Maricino for Troy Turner and Louis Luciani from WA. $7 is the best you can get for that galloper. Amistry, about $5.50. The runner-up in the, the Melbourne Cup. Surefire's kept safe right. You are the favourite on pace at three thirty. Regal Power's an interesting runner. Blinker's on. And when they put the blinkers on Regal Power, that means they mean business. And Bob Peters, it's fair to say, he probably needs a winner, Uncle Bob. Um, $13, Young Verta, should be 100 to 1, Dicko. It's at $10, and then Noble Heights at $14. What are you reading in the market here for this prelude of the Aussie Cup, Jules? Yeah, it's a really interesting one. You talk about Wetor. Um, it's third up now, and the market's just suggesting that it hasn't been able to get out of its own way its first two starts is prep. Let's not muck around and, and, and uh, lie. Hasn't been able to get out its own way, drifted. Today, the market's wanting it to firm right up. Now, if we go back to its time in the Brisbane Carnival, which is some time ago when it actually left Zaki standing in, in a really good Group 1 race, if we got anywhere near back to that, he would win this race. And the market's just warm enough to suggest he might be ready to get back to that kind of form. So I found that really interesting. A misery is the big weakness in this market here, guys. So 420, um, it was really well supported first up. It was 360 into 310. The market thought it was going to run a big race. It was a fast run race. The market at the moment, from what I'm saying, is that it was a fast run race and this horse is going to be flat and maybe then it's going to peak back up third up. So I found that really interesting that a misery, if you like it, um, you're going to get the best price come really close to the jump because it's just going to be continue, continue to drift. Uh, Young Verda, I know you said it should be millions. It's the one that's tightened up. So second <laughs> up, first up, it, it's only been plain. But now again, the market is suggesting third up, it's ready to peak back to Flemington, back to 2,000 metres. And probably the fact there is, that's where its best two figures are, Gaz, both in the Turnbull Stakes where it's run some really big races, once behind incentivised. Um, going back a few years now, but market's suggesting he can get somewhere near back to that form. So, bit to play out. Right you are. Yeah, he's solid enough. There's no real savage drift there you have to worry about. But what I will say, a misery is the, the big hole there. Yeah. What about in the Matron um, for the Mares? You've got Barbrader. You can sh- like, she's been well supported. The best you can get is around $4. Inspirational Girl, around $10. Exolita, save for this race, doesn't go to the Coolmore Classic. She's been well supported, but you can still get $6 with points bet. Sierra Leo Miss, solid at that $10 quote. Elusive Express at $10. So you see, Mickey Gannon was keen on her chances with the weekend preview. The best you can get 
for her now is about $6 with a host of different betting organisations. Forbidden City at seven fifty, And then you go to No Secret, who's kept safe for that $17 quote. Who are you making favourite here, Jules? I like extra leader. And the market's with her. Not, not hugely a massive push for her, but the market's solid enough. This is a race, Gaz, where I think the market's going to really struggle because there's a few of these horses that you could consider possibly out of form. I don't reckon they've got a great idea on where this map's going to land. Um, it's just a really tricky race. What I will say is inspirational girl, if you like her, just wait because she's going to be big double figures. So she's around that $9, $10. That's going to get much bigger about inspirational girl. So market's not really wanting to be with her. Barb Raider had this tendency probably 20 minutes ago that she was going to at least start with the four in front of it. That's tightened right up in the last five to ten minutes, so that's been really interesting. Suggests to me she goes forward, tries to control this race. Um, but the other one today that's firmed right up is So You See. Really good support for that horse, who's the fit horse again, uh, 55 kilos, so that's the min for this race. Uh, market wants to be with that. Forbidden City is probably the horse that's going to drift as well. Same with No Secret, probably starts with 20s in front. So, a bit happening here, guys, but I reckon yeah. right at the end, there'll be a big switch. I don't know where that switch is going to come. I reckon they'll want to see a few races and see where these horses map. But once that does, at the moment, there's not a lot of action, but I think there will be in the last 10 minutes. And just before we take a quick break here, the size for the two-year-olds, like Chupanico, some good judges are tipping this filly. She was 100 to 1 in the Blue Diamond. She's as low as 460 in the size, you've got horses like Freak of Nature around that $9 quote, Fist of Fury at eight fifty, Gombare at six fifty, and then down the bottom there, you've got horses like Sassy Boom and um, Porta Rossa around that $14 quote. So is there any big, and V8, how can I forget V8, son of Grunt, about four fifty is the best you can get with the tab. Your thoughts there? V8's the big drifter, so sort of three sixty, three seventy, or even three fifty was put up it just continues to drift out to four, probably starts bigger than that. So I think if you like V8, if you like that horse, what it did first up, um, I reckon I'd wait. The two that they're pushing for here, Gaz, Tom Kitten at a big price, it's coming in, and Fist of Fury. They're the two that the market seem to have identified. But they're happy to play a few. Now, when they happen to play a few, it means the favourite has to drift. So that's why you'll see V8 drift. Yeah. Now that is going to be an interesting race to the size. We might take a quick break. It's 8.22 here in Queensland, 9.22 in the east. Jules Valance with us as we dissect the markets for some of the big races right across the country. And when we return, we'll have a look at the Coolmore Classic and also some of the other feature races at Rose Hill on a Saturday afternoon.